The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometers of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, Jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. We don't know how to do this. <laughs> do <I hear? laughs> you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> There's no sincerity in I that. I can hear eh? your voice breaking with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're a two-person team today, <laughs> and I am sweating bullets. <laughs> Our pod mum is on leave, so it's just uh, myself and Duncan Grieve. How you doing, Dunk? Uh, I'm, I'm surviving. I'm, uh, I'm missing Jane terribly. No, no, just no offence to you, but um, no, it's fine. we really lose our shape. <laughs> Duncan mom. has printed out a sheet of hyperlinks <laughs> by way of uh, preparation for this almighty podcast. Um, this is the real pod where we talk about what do we talk about? Real news, real bits, and real life in New Zealand. We've also got a Treasure Island recap pod. I'm trying to do the housework. What is it called? <laughs> the housekeeping? Fuck! <laughs> housework is good. I do need to do the housework as well. Um, Facebook.com slash the real pod corner is where we all live. It's where no, the corners are. Fuck! <laughs> it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the real pod corner, which is not what I said on the previous Wait. podcast. There's definitely a slash groups in there. I think just have fun with it until you get somewhere and that's where you were meant to be, <laughs> you know? And at the moment, no one can do anything because Facebook's down and Instagram's down. And um, we're just finding our way through that. This could be our new reality. I mean, I would love that. Like, I'm just looking at the site's traffic and it's chef's kiss. Is it? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing what, what happens to to your to the internet when Facebook disappears. I would absolutely take a no Facebook world over a Facebook world based on to this morning's evidence. Maybe you just need to keep it down. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get our CTO, Ben, to, to look into that. Get into it. All right, should we get into the real news? Real news. Real news. Real news. Does a sting happen there? I think a sting happens there, right? <laughs> leave, leave, that in, leave that in. I don't, I don't listen to this podcast. I don't know. How dare you? Don't leave that in. That's disloyal. <laughs> um... Man jogs in funny shapes during lockdown. This is a lovely story out of uh, Radio New Zealand. 72-year-old Aucklander Robert Chen has taken to running different trail marks during lockdown, and he's done some gorgeous wee shapes, including a map of Australia, 
Godzilla, a penguin, the South Island, and North Island in a mirror. Very inspirational. I know that you're a runner, Duncan. Have you ever uh, gone for a wee shape? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just run a big, boring square, and I've been like almost masochistically doing the exact same run every second day. I'm doing this thing, and I don't know if I'm doing it to protect myself or destroy myself psychologically. It seems to be doing both, where I just, everything is the same every day. Like, I don't move anything. And uh, it seems to be doing something. But uh, I, I really ad- admire this man. Also, 72-year-old, just... Incredible. Even, just, even just being alive, I'm, you know, that's aspirational <laughs> for me at that age. So, um, and you have to get, like, some reasonable distances to be able to create these shapes. So good on Robert Chen. I saw that um, Anika Moore, who's also uh, taken up running recently, has, uh, she ran, I think, a Cornwall Park or something and, and ran um, uh, genit- well, women's genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> I'm really into this big new trend. It's almost enough to make me think about setting foot outside. <laughs> But not yet. <laughs> Joe jo, jo runs, so can't you just, like, put your phone on him and just give him a real specific course, you know? That that feels like, so you're the creative director, but you don't have to do any of the actual running or walking. Yeah, that's true. Could you get him to run the real pod through Mount Eden? He would love that. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll see if he's um, got that special app. Do we want to talk about um, COVID? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the, 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 the levels and the confusion? Um, I've just, it's just occurred to me, I'm, uh, I'm talking to the CEO of Shiwi soon um, as a result of the conf- one of the many points of confusion that came out yesterday regarding our 10-person um, outdoor gatherings and whether or not people could go inside to use the toilet. <laughs> and I'm still not feeling particularly clear on many of the rules. It's quite amazing how, so just a bit of background, uh, Leonie Hayden, the spin editor, and Alex's former On The Rag RIP co-host, asked a question on Slack about whether you're allowed to go inside to go toilet on your sort of um, your picnic in the outside hang which immediately went to, was picked up by Justin Giovanetti, our uh, bulletin editor in the gallery, who asked it of, I think, uh, Ashley Bloomfield, who gave a different answer to Jacinda Ardern, our Prime Minister. And it was just one of those, like, it, on one level it's just funny and small, on another it does speak to the the kind of, just. But this is just more of a vibe than a set of, <laughs> you know, than an actual... <laughs> pronouncement so uh tomorrow will be fun it's still um yeah bloomfield said it's okay to go inside as long as it's not all 10 of you going to the toilet at once (laughs) you know sometimes situations happen (laughs) (laughs) keep your food covered and keep your rice chilled that's all i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) um how are you how what what was your response to to yesterday like i i found that i enjoyed it like I was I was like okay this is not a lot but it's enough for me and I'm kind of the I know we're going into something different and and strange but I can kind of you know and and I I know that the this should be 
like uh, the the sort of the best version of this would be a lot more kind of knowable but I kind mm. of I, I, I could live with it I don't know how was your what was your emotional response I'm just not chomping at the bit to go and have a picnic at the moment <laughs> I don't know just the I was just talking to a lot of my friends who, you know, live in flats and are still really confused about the, you know, if you've got five different people in a flat who all have different friend groups, do you all get to go out at once and spend time with different bubbles or do you get to go once a day? And if so, like, what's the time frame there and why? And does it really matter? Because if you go to a bubble and someone's got COVID and you bring it back, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's, it's like extremely, it's extremely unclear on all those fronts but I guess my sense of it was this was this was stuff was people were going to start picking cherry picking rules that they were going to flex on anyway so what they've done is just said here's the one that you can get a bit flexy on whatever you know so long as you're outside it's basically okay and uh and I was like well that seems the most sensible of all of the terrible options in front of us so uh that's that's (laughs) that's where I'm at there's going to be a lot of um, public drinking. <laughs> that was, like, I remember reading a story in New York Magazine um, last year, which had this, like, survey of 100 New Yorkers and sort of the kind of cool parts of the city. And it seemed like public drinking in parks was the only thing that anyone did. It was, like, a massive cultural phenomenon. And it made it sound really fun. I don't know if we're quite there yet, but... You know, maybe there's just a new culturizing, and maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Are you saying New Zealand's about to develop a drinking culture? <laughs> it's, it's more about re- relocating its drinking culture. Right. Um, a chicken went for a walk in Dunedin, Duncan. Not only did it go for a walk, it went for a walk strangely close to the Big Valley Takeaways in a Kaikorai Valley. There's a great photo of it on the Otago Daily Times. That's the whole story. I quite love that New Zealand is still small enough that this can. Uh, this is a story, and that we have enough journalists that, that this kind of thing does not go tragically unreported or stay just on social media. <laughs> and the journalist is just asking the question: hard to say whether this chicken is looking for food or trouble. <laughs> 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 to me, it looks like trouble. This chicken looks a lot... I don't know if you're familiar with the YouTube video Militant Rooster, one of my favourite YouTube videos of a rooster just furiously marching through a car park. (laughs) And it's really old and it's really blurry. Um, And it reminds me a lot of the attitude of this chicken. So do go check it out. Uh, I will will check it out. Militant Rooster just 100% is is what I aspire to when I'm backstage as a vibe for me. (laughs) There's been more hectic animal news in Dunedin. Lucky ducks. (laughs) Lucky ducks. Stuck in a grate. (laughs) Rescued using a face mask, no less. Is that safe? I guess you do what you got to do. When there's two tiny ducklings in a drain, you've just, you've got to improvise. You've got to breach. Yeah. What's happening to the birds down there, eh? There's birds everywhere. God, I wish this was the news we were dealing with in Auckland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's very true. I remember you, you were gonna you were talking about a story that I don't think we ever actually became the story about the birds just absolutely putting on a show and not giving an F about yeah. life. 
because I've I noticed it so strongly and still continue to, and it's probably the, my favorite joy of lockdown is watching <laughs> the just massively emboldened birds. Speaking of chickens, we also have amongst our bird, the bird life of Mount Albert is uh, some some chickens that are just having a good old squawk next door, and I'm real into it. Can you have that? Yeah, in suburbia. It's chickens, yeah. Ah, oh, not roosters. Do you get eggs from the neighbours? Not, not in, we don't have that kind of relationship yet, but I, I don't think it's inconceivable that we might develop one. I think you can even, I would like to know, probably Corny's do already, what, what, what is, is it like, can you have a goat? I feel like you can have lambs. I think there's more, <laughs> more that you're allowed than we, you know, like you can get broader with your menage. Who had pig? a pig? Andrew Jury had a pig on maths, remember? So that's, that's clearly fine. Cow? Funny farm. Just get a farm going. <laughs> Is that ch- like Chevy Chase movie? I don't know. It's just a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. um, more bird news. Kelly Tarleton's penguins still hooking up after 24 years. Happy anniversary to Buster in 99, which sounds like a secret agent. <laughs> who are now marking 24 mating seasons and over 19 penguin kids together. <laughs> I feel like humans should... Mark their relationships by number of mating seasons. (laughs) It's just a lovely story. A lot of bird news. Actually, basically a bird pod. Which goes to your thesis. The birds are having a moment. Taking advantage. Should we have a break? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, let's have a break. Kia ora koutou katoa. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. As we find ourselves navigating a new outbreak and lockdown, everyone here at The Spinoff remains committed to bringing you quality independent journalism, which, of course, includes our coverage of COVID-19. It's not an exaggeration to say we couldn't do this work without the generous support of our members. So if you'd like to help us keep Aotearoa informed, please visit thespinoff.co.nz members for more details and to donate today. <laughs> Won't even dignify it. In the break, we just <laughs> just had to sense check with I here if we're doing okay, and he sounded like he was laughing while he said you're doing fine. <laughs> Not laughing in a good way, like I'm enjoying the, your podcast. Like <laughs> I'm lying, you're you know I'm lying, but we just have to go along with this. <laughs> do we decide are we going to do real life? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you have to tell me about your life and how it's all going. Okay, well, I have basically nothing to report apart from the fact that um, Joe bought me a ukulele. (laughs) Uh, Was this unprompted or prompted? Um, it was semi-prompted. I've been asking for it for a while, but I have this increasing concern that I am um, losing my mind. Like, not in a in a Ooh. way that, like, I can't remember anything and I, I feel like I need to be doing something different with my brain to, like, rewire it in a, in a certain way. So, because um, I forgot the word for banana the other day. <laughs> and uh, it's just, like, it's tough times for me. It's tough times for me. Um so I've been learning how to play that again about two, 10 years too late, you know, to join the, the ukulele, uh, the bandwagon. 
Yeah. That's really, I feel like you've found the most, like, yeah, that's that's really out of time. Good on you. <laughs> but you probably Thank got a bargain. You. Yeah, true. A lot of dead stock. <laughs> dead stock ukulele. Sorry, <laughs> um, aside from that, I've got some masked mountaineer clues again this week. Duncan, I don't know if you've ever been here for the masked mountaineer. I, I know of the concept, though. Okay. These two clues have both come from Joe because I have not gone outside <laughs> for a while. Um, so these are cryptic clues regarding uh, prominent New Zealanders that we have seen on Mount Eden. <laughs> and do, and I I do, do I guess or do the Cornies guess? Um, we, the first time we did it was for Cornies. Cornies, you can play along if you want, but um, Duncan, you can, you can guess if, um, if any of these sound familiar. First cryptic clue. I thought he'd be at home making arrows. At least Vaughn's not here. Fletch? You hit the nail on the head. Boom. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> it felt like a relatively easy one for the, uh, the real pod reality universe. Yeah, the Vaughn was a <laughs> dead giveaway. Next one. Huh, look at that. A penis driving the magic school bus. <laughs> wow, that's good writing. I know <laughs> nothing on that. Okay, Cornies, it's up to you. Email me, alex at thespinoff.co.nz, and I will organise a prize for the first person who's correct. Look at that, a penis driving the magic school bus. To be clear, the prize is not, not any of our pirate gold. <laughs> they don't know about that yet, Duncan. Oh, God. <laughs> I never can figure out. We, we've got to start recording it in order. Yeah, it's very confusing. Real bits. Hilary Barry promised Seven Sharp viewers uh, this week that she was going to send a chocolate fish to everyone who got vaccinated over the weekend. Um, I saw this, I saw her announce this on Instagram, or post a clip on Instagram, and I was really enjoying the comments of a lot of people going, it'll melt by the time it gets to me. (laughs) (laughs) That is a really good, solid TVNZ1 viewers response. (laughs) Or just don't really like chocolate fish. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Um, what do you think of that? I wonder, I wonder how many, so she said, if you send me a photo of you holding your little card with the date to uh, info at seven sharp or whatever, she will ensure they get shipped out. I wonder how, I wonder what the impact of that would have been. Well, so the total, the total number of plausible vaccinations would be about 15,000 because we're doing about 7,000 first doses a day. Seven sharp reaches about roughly one in 10 New Zealanders a day. I'm going to say that the, I mean, obviously there's potential for it to, the, the virus of knowing about this competition to spread through social media during the times when social media is available on the internet. I think it's in the low hundreds. That's wow. my step. I've just done some modeling. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my, my prediction. Jack and Hendy. So that's right. And, but I would say that, that that's the people who have cashed in the ability to get it, but the people who actually got it, extra i reckon in the high dozens and that's worth it yeah based on my modeling i wonder do you think it will be hillary herself packing up these chalky fish honestly like as someone who has had the extraordinary luxury of spending a day drinking beer with hillary barry i would say yes just she's just such a lovely like, like she just loves getting amongst you know 
She, she made us a, a whole bunch of um, she made a whole bunch of cheese on toast for no reason. Didn't need to, you know. Yeah. Uh, for me and the photographer, so and it just did very much didn't feel like an affectation. It felt like she was hungry and uh, and wanted to be a nice host. And so I, I can't imagine her being like production assistant. Grab the email addresses and flick it on. I feel like she'd just enjoy get, getting in there, get just chucking them in envelopes, having a lovely time. I'd actually love a chocolate fish now after all of this. Do you yeah. remember when they released the chocolate fish? Actually, Cornies, get in touch, Alex, at the spinoff.co.nz as well about this. When they made a chocolate fish ice block? No. Like ice cream on a stick, and it was a big chocolate fish, and it had a layer of marshmallow and then vanilla ice cream, and it was covered in chocolate, and they discontinued it because the marshmallow kept clogging the pipes. <laughs> what, what, sorry, okay, two things. One, this is banana all over again, and you know, this is just not a real <laughs> thing. Um, two, what about the clogging the pipes? Well, I think just the marshmallow, it would it would keep solidifying and it became just a, a Oh, the, the manufacturing pipes. Pro- yeah, a manufacturing nightmare. Oh, I was thinking it was the other TikTok. end of oh, the yeah. whole. Well, probably that too if you ate, you know, what is a marshmallow, you know? I don't think anyone knows. Certainly no one <laughs> listening to this podcast. Um... What else? Suzanne Paul, uh, oh, I don't, do we, is this a bit I don't bad? Know, no, this isn't okay. Suzanne Paul's all good. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. She, 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 she fainted on a Zoom call, but has since Twice. popped up on the AM show. Twice! In the same Zoom. Feels like it's about to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's all good now. Don't worry, everybody. And um, finally, <laughs> just like Samantha Hayes. <laughs> um, it was Maddie McLean's birthday. He was on his morning walk and the breakfast team surprised him with some penis donuts, which I haven't actually seen yet. And I can't open Facebook because Facebook's down to look at them. So we can only imagine the filth. Of these donuts. That just seems like a lot of raunch for what must be the most family show of them all in that time slot. I think it just continues to speak to the um maybe one day they should do like the big like the big switch and put breakfast on at um, you know? Breakfast after dark. Nine till twelve or something. The late night big breakfast. Like you like you lay. Oh my god. <laughs> I would actually love to see TV, yeah. Basically, breakfast merge with late night big breakfast for some kind of very special episode. I feel like their sensibilities are kind of getting closer and closer together. Uh, and, and it also feels very much in range for the, um, the, the, the current way that breakfast is just kind of just having fun with it, you know? Just having so much fun. I can barely keep up with their their dancers now they must be doing mostly dance prep in their <laughs> production meetings it's one thing that cvnz is like i mean between like it's seems instructive that uh two of those three real bits are on tvnz's current affairs uh shows like they they seem to have understood that their national role while we're while we're in lockdown is to just do weird stuff to try and distract us from our reality and Good on them. That's just great strategy. They've done a really good job. Is there anything else you want to add to this news bulletin, Duncan? <laughs> no, I think that we've covered everything very comprehensively. 
Thank you all for sticking with us. So sorry. Everything will be fine next week. (laughs) (laughs) Jade will be back at... um, (laughs) Be level one? All will be restored. We'll be in step (laughs) 3.45. Carry the one. (laughs) And it's all good. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Tara here. Thank you, Tara Ward, for helping us with all of this illustrious bird news. Thank you, Cornies, for... Just sticking with us through all the, over these years through the pandemic, <laughs> we need this. If I'm, if I'm honest, just a hundred percent. We don't get time to hang out and chat apart from on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bleak but true. And genuinely, like Facebook's still there. Oh no, Facebook's back. Facebook's back. No. Um, oh, it's back. What a journey. But being able to, I have tune back into the real pod corner and it's um it really makes my day every day so thank you everybody for being a part of whatever the hell this is i'm gonna go now before i start crying (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for listening everything will be fine bye Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Is it mad that the world burning is not in our, like, top three concerns? You thought bad news was done, but I'm back with more. And Alice Sneddon's Bad News Saves the World. I finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares. Watch it on thespinoff.co.nz. I can see the anxiety (laughs) starting to emit from you. The Spinoff Podcast Network.